This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. For those who are new to the show, just to let you know that a new show is released every Saturday at 12 noon Eastern, and then we release the short clips from the show. Just in case you, you haven't got the full hour to spend with me, you can listen to different segments of the show. They're released on Monday, just because I know we've picked up a, a few new listeners, so welcome. One of the things I want to try, and one of the things I want to do better for this show and for you, is to really paint a picture of how bad Europe is, in many ways, and how they are just going down the, the the road of man's law and are really setting very bad precedents. But I also want you to pay attention to how close America is in some of these cases. We need, the world needs America, whether you like it or not, or whether you think it's fair or not, to be a leader. We need a strong America, because whether you like it or not, you're the only country that has ever displayed a set of morals, values, and principles that are eternally true. Other countries have done it at times, and in some cases, but you're the closest to coming to perfection that this world has ever seen, and no one has ever come close to repeating you, even though your founding is 240 years ago. But I want to share a couple of stories with you. One is a s- boat at different ends of the scale of, of upsetting. But I want there are two important points I think we need to make. The first story is from Ireland. And the reason I share this story is not to that I, because I particularly care about the topic, but I want to explain to you how the thought process, process goes within the Irish people because we've been so dumbed down to, to just follow and obey what our masters tell us, but also how there is no outside voice to say, maybe there's another person who can do this. Maybe there's other people's responsibility to do this. So the first story had tipped the Irish Times, and it came out on Wednesday afternoon. Ireland will become the fourth country in the world to introduce plain packaging for tobacco products, the government has announced. The measure, which is designed to make tobacco less attractive to consumers, takes place on September 30th. The Minister for Health, 
and promotion, Marcilla Corcoran Kennedy signed the commencement order and basically said the new legislation, it is strongly, which was strongly resisted, sorry, by the tobacco industry. It basically makes health warnings more prominent and it aims to prevent packaging from misleading customers about the harmful effects of tobacco. All their logos must be removed and they must be sold in a plain, neutral colour. So Ireland has had this issue of smoking for the last, God knows how long, 20 years probably, 15 maybe actually, maybe since the turn of, yeah, 15 years, it's been a big issue in, in the public square, smoking. And Ireland became one of the first countries to pass a smoking ban, which basically said you couldn't smoke in a pub, you couldn't smoke in a place at work, um, none of that, it just banned it. And it all is in the aim of, because the way government politicians look at it is, those who smoke cost the country money because of their healthcare costs. So we insist, and are even going further to remove the two-tier healthcare system that we have, we insist and want everyone on public healthcare because it is a quote-unquote right, and then we moan and bitch about your, your way of life. What is so frustrating about these type of debates is when you listen to them is there is never any mention of the individual. Because the individual is not sovereign. It's, well, smoking is right or wrong. Well, people have that choice. They can, If people want to smoke, they can smoke. If they're going to take responsibility for their actions, let them smoke. It's the same with let them drink. Let them eat fat, fatty food. If you're willing to take responsibility, where's the problem? But no, we can't accept that because the individual is not sovereign. Because you see, we're the government overlords. We know how to run your life. We know what's best for you. And what's best for you and what's best for Ireland is is people don't smoke. So they come up with these solutions. But also what's frustrating is, where's the family? If you really believe smoking is bad and, and smoking kills, which it does, but everything kills you in some way, shape or form, then why not talk about the parents? Why not empower the parents to to spend more time with their kids and you know build that relationship that says, you know what, smoking's not good for you, you need to don't do that. You know, teach your kids right from wrong. But you see, parents aren't the moral moral arbiters of society. Or moral arbiters of people's lives. Government is. Why empower someone else when you to do something when you can empower yourself? And what will happen? Ireland will pass this bill which it has and it's signed into law and it will fail. And in a couple of years there will be another review and politicians will be paid extra money to, to go and look at something. Or government bureaucrats will be paid extra money to go and look at a story and, and come up with more solutions. Because you see, the problem was, we just didn't do enough, or the, the rules didn't go far enough. And there'd be no mention of the individual, no mention of the families, no mention of society, no mention of church. All we do is with a bill is to empower ourselves. Which brings me to story two, and this is might upset some of you, so just be warned. This is a case from last year. And I've only come to follow it in the last couple of weeks. 
but I wanted to get my facts together before I shared it with you. People, one of the arguments I got when I did the show, the special show on Tommy, was, oh, people like me, you know what? You're just pro, or you're just anti-abortion. You're not really pro-life. In Europe and in certain countries, Holland been one of them, euthanasia is legal. You're allowed to help someone commit suicide. Now, full disclosure before I share this story with you, I've got very mixed feelings on euthanasia. I am not, I'm a freedom-loving person. I'm not for people killing themselves, but if that's what they want to do, then they have that right. I can't force you to live. If people want to die, if people are going through so much pain that they can't cope, I I can't be in my moral consistency as a Christian, but also as as a person who respects the sovereignty of every individual, say, no, you have to live, I'm sorry. Because it just doesn't work. It's it's not practical and it wouldn't work, but also I, I, I can't find the consistency in it. But there are stories out there which are really tragic. And this is one of the ones I want to share with you because this, is, this turns my stomach. My stomach's even turning just talking about it. Hat tip, a live paper, newspaper. An elderly woman in Holland with her family gathered to watch a doctor killer put up such a fight for life that the female doctor had to request the relatives to hold down the victim while she gave her the lethal injection. The woman who lived in a nursing home in Holland suffered from dementia. Although the doctor had secretly put drugs in the 80-year-old's coffee to sedate her, she woke up and battled not to be injected with the lethal poison. The local watchdog committee for killings admitted that the case involved some irregularities that merited a rebuke, but that they judged the doctor acted in good faith, and did not break the country's euthanasia laws. This story continues. Basically, they had decided that the patient, when she was in full possession of her mind, had said that she wanted to be killed when when she herself had decided the time was right. She didn't, when she she had dementia, she didn't want to suffer. She didn't want to go through what she, obviously, the consequences of her dementia and the world she thought she'd live in. The woman was said to have often shown signs of fear and anger and would wander around the residential home at night. As a result, the nursing home's doctor decided she was suffering intolerably, but was no longer in a position to judge that the time was now right for the killing to go ahead. Michael Cook of BioEdge said, Nobody respected the woman's right to live at home when it was clear and unambiguous, but they respected her wish to be killed when it was not. It was a peculiar interpretation of autonomy which honours a wish to die, but not a wish to live. Holland introduced a law allowing the killing of the sick and elderly 17 years ago, and since then more than 5,500 people have been put down for a variety of reasons. If we don't have morals, values and principles, this is the world we could live in. 
again, put my feelings and and so I'm guessing some of your feelings aside maybe for whether euthanasia is good or bad or not. But we're not questioning this. This doctor decided for this woman the time was now right for you to die. The doctor decided, not she, not the lady. And when it came to it, she put up such a fight for life that her own family had to sedate her. This is troubling for so many reasons. How dead do you have to be inside to do that? Let's talk about this story for a few minutes from several different angles. How dead do you have to be inside to be that doctor? How dead do you have to be, first of all, to make that decision? That's a decision which, my God, how could you do it? That you're now the moral arbiter of when you're when it's the time is right to die or live. But after making that decision, after making that painful decision saying, it's time for you to die. Then seeing the woman put up a fight, calling for her family to restrain her and go ahead and give her the lethal injection. How dead do you have to be inside? How dead do you have to be inside? How can you go home and then, I don't know, I haven't, don't want, didn't want to, didn't care, just was too upset to, to do research into the doctor. But can you imagine doing that all day or having that decision and then going home to your family, to your husband, maybe she's gay, to her partner, to her kids, to her parents? Then I thought about the old, the woman. She was actually the first person I thought of. That old lady. Imagine... If you're a, if you're a believer like I am, where when you die you your body dies but your soul goes on for eternity and you go to heaven and you see your loved ones, imagine having that as your last memory. Imagine I don't know if you how could you go to to paradise, to heaven, knowing that your own family held you down and killed you? I don't know, and honestly I haven't thought long and hard enough about this, but I don't know if you, I'm guessing, you know, your feelings go with you. How could you not be anything but bitter against your family going on to the next life? And after I thought about her, I thought about her kids, her family. Imagine being someone around that and seeing, witnessing that. Your family member holding your auntie or your granny down or your cousin down so she could get a lethal injection. How could you look at that person the same ever again? How could those individuals, how could you feel if you went to the, if you were at her funeral? I held my mother down or my granny down so she could get euthanized. This is the world we live in. 
How could you do that? I, I can't comprehend it. I, I just... I, there's, you know, there's certain things my brain just, just cannot comprehend. If we are to have a better tomorrow, we better start waking up and making the case for life. Because life is precious. We only get one shot at this. We only get one opportunity at life. And so many of us seem to be, I don't know if dead is the right word, but dead inside. We just go along because it's now legal. Well, the government said it's okay and it's legal and they say it's not murder, so hey, I may as well help out. But lastly, I thought of, of the judges who reviewed this case. How, how could you not see a problem with this? How can you not see a problem where someone is fighting for their life and you asked, you were fighting for life and you asked the family to help restrain them so you could give a lethal dose of poison? This is from Holland. We have to make the case. We have to make the case for life. Sorry, again, there I am again. We, we, we. I. Because this is what is at stake. Whether we like it or not, or whether we think it's fair or not. This is what's at stake. And if it all boils down to me, yet again, to that old Reagan quote. If not you, who... If not now, when? I gotta take one last quick break, America. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Thank you so much for listening to this short clip from the Freedom's Disciple podcast from last Saturday. I hope you enjoyed the content. Please subscribe for free on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play Music by searching Freedom's Disciple, where new content is released every Saturday at 12 noon Eastern. God bless. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network.